Hey everyone, welcome to episode 110 of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, we have Mark Frank, the CEO and co-founder at Sondermind. Without further ado, let's bring him on. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. How are you today? Great. How are you, Jared? I'm doing well. Doing well. Not uh, not too bad at all. I, I, a lot of uh, I'm from the Northeast, so a lot of family members have been complaining about the snow, and I just moved to Florida, so I'm I'm enjoying the nice uh, weather without the snow. So I'm excited. Well, we're, well I'm in, we're in Colorado. I'm here, and usually the winters are, you know, kind of up and down, but we just got done. It's warming up today and tomorrow, but the last three days it's been not not breaking single digits roughly like negative four to negative six or seven degrees so it's funny i i looked at moving to colorado because every time i went there was like summer and i'm like this place is beautiful and then someone goes you hate snow though and i'm like i do (laughs) they're like then you don't want to move there (laughs) it's like um but i I do actually uh i think you're in a beautiful area um if i if i did Winter sports, I'm sure I'd love it, but yep. anyway, <laughs> well, I'm, ex- I'm very excited to have you on the podcast today. I'd love for us just to dive right into things. If you could share with the audience a little bit about your background and how you got to where you are today, I'd be much appreciated. Yeah, so I'll give the, the sort of short version of the, the long mm-hmm. history. So I, I studied computer science, but then I, when I graduated college, I served in the Army for five years. Uh, in Colorado, actually, at Fort Carson, Colorado Springs. And then when I got out of the Army, I, I served during Operation Iraqi Freedom 1, so the initial invasion. Uh, I got out of the Army. I went to business school, did that for a couple of years. And then I actually jumped into finance and was doing healthcare investment banking with Morgan Stanley, really focused on kind of healthcare M&A. And did that and really enjoyed some of the strategic work and, and getting and analyzing kind of companies at the, you know, at the kind of core financial level and, and understanding how they think about the industry. But I realized that was not the path for me. I wanted to, in the long run, you know, start and run companies. So my first company was actually a healthcare service provider focused on radiation oncology. Uh, and it was a management service organization called Next Oncology. So I started that I grew it. I ultimately sold it at about the six-year point. And, you know, we treated patients with brain tumor, lung cancer, prostate cancer. So as you can expect, of course, we took commercial insurance. Of course, of course we were a Medicare provider. Uh, and that really gave me my kind of first intro into the, the ground warfare that is healthcare. And I started a couple other companies as well, somewhat parallel with that, um, one was actually also a healthcare technology company focused on providing a solution for physicians and patients to better manage their medical imaging data. So you could think of it like Dropbox for CT and MRI. So instead of carrying those CDs around and using couriers to bring them from one physician to the other, we built a cloud-based product that the physicians paid for via SaaS uh, kind of payment methodology. And then it was a free product for patients to be able to better manage their, their images. And so founded Sondermind originally in 2014 with my co-founder, Sean Boyd, who is himself a therapist, stemming from a couple of different points of view. One was my own experience in trying to engage in therapy. 
And I really was focused and determined to use my commercial insurance benefits. And that, that process was just ridiculously hard. This was kind of circa 2012, 2013, 2012, I think. And, you know, trying, you, you call, you, you sort of go on the insurance directory, you put in your zip code, you say, I'm looking for a mental health provider. And here comes a list of names. And you call the first one because you don't know what they really focus on and they don't answer. And you leave a message and you call the next one. They don't answer. They never call you back and you, maybe they do, but they're not taking clients anymore. And you call the third one and she is taking clients, but she doesn't take insurance and blah, 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 blah. And, you know, three months later, I finally found somebody who took insurance, who had availability. And then a month after that could actually go in and see the therapist. And that process was just horrible. But even beyond that, you know, the care was good, but the, the consumer experience was really challenging. Uh, and so I thought there must be a better way to sort of solve this problem. And then the other side of the coin is my younger mm -hmm. sister is a, is a clinical therapist. She's a licensed professional counselor. And so I'd seen her journey from undergrad to master's to then working at an agency in a full-time setting to ultimately going into private practice, which was always her goal. And just all the struggles she had to deal with, ranging from how do I find clients to how do I collect, you know, payment from them to how do I manage kind of the, the scheduling and things like that. Uh, she wasn't even going down the insurance path because she tried and they were saying no. And she said, I don't really, I don't really want to touch that. It's complicated enough without doing that. So that was really the impetus was seeing very, you know, very much firsthand these kind of ways that behavioral health is so different than, uh, than the rest of the healthcare ecosystem. Yeah, it's, I mean, I, I feel like behavioral health too was, you can make cases that telehealth was super useful for a variety of areas within healthcare, right? But behavioral health, especially uh, that model uh, really made sense. And it's been booming over, especially over the last year. It seems like there's a, there's a, either a new company coming into the place, you know, small, small focus, but um, yeah, I, I have a friend that was recently a guest on the podcast, Heard Mental Health that he's focusing on creating the financial like software for, you know, some of these, these companies as well. So the therapists, yeah. anything to make life easier, right. For, for the people yeah. that are providing the care and the patients. So that's interesting. What, what have been, I guess, some of the things that as we've kind of stepped into uh, 2021 after mm -hmm. a crazy 2020 that, that you've <laughs> been most looking forward to that you're really excited about, uh, as we kick off the year. Yeah, I, I, there's, there's so much going on. We, we've grown tremendously over the last, I mean, over the last three or four years. Uh, we actually, we don't position ourselves and we don't think of ourselves with, as a quote, telehealth company. Uh, a year ago at this time, all of our therapists in all the markets in which we operate were, were, were treating Sondermine clients with in-person care. Uh, and so we literally 100% of our volume was not telehealth in February of 2020. In April of 2020, 92% of our volume was video. So our positioning is that it's actually not a, you know, telehealth is just a modality, right? Like we're doing this over Zoom. Uh, you know, I've had, as a company, we've had almost all of our meetings over video because we're not coming into the office because of the pandemic. And if you were to say, would you prefer that? Or would you prefer to at least have some level of in-person relationships with your coworkers and with your friends? I would say, yes, please. 
you know, give me, give me back some in-person meetings, give me back some, you know, dinners together, give me back some ways to engage. And that's on a, in a preferred professional relationship. When you're talking about a, a, a therapy relationship, a therapeutic relationship, that in-person connection is real. Uh, and so our, our goal is really to continue to offer high quality care via a hybrid approach. So therapists treat Sondermine clients over video, in person, using text therapy, all of this is on our platform. And we really try to say hey, the best, the best kind of way to get to the best care is to make sure that you have the right provider who can treat the issues that you're dealing with and, is, and you have a, you know, a strong therapeutic alliance with. So over the last, you know, over the last 12 months, we clearly have, you know, expanded the technology suite pretty dramatically. We've also expanded our clinical focus. And so I think that's one of the areas that I'm really excited about for 2021. You know, we implemented the ability to collect patient reported outcome data in our platform. So things that measure uh, clinical anxiety and depression and feed that back to the therapist so that they can better adjust their care uh, for their individual, individual clients. And so we're doing a lot more of that. We're working on some initiatives with primary care practices and other partners regarding medical behavioral integration and, uh, and are really hoping to kind of continue to build out what we already started in 2020, which is a number of specialty programs that focus on different demographics or different issues. So when I say demographics, that could be, you know, our program we have with the VA, for example, which has been really successful in the market that we're operating with them in Ohio. Uh, another program that's kind of demographically focused is with first responders. So uh, EMTs, firefighters, police officers, we have a special program for them. And part of those programs actually include training the therapist to be able to treat those, those demographics. And then from an issue standpoint, it could be things like uh, postpartum depression, or we're working on a program with a couple of organizations and nonprofits that focus on uh, maternal mental health. And, uh, and and PTSD is another issue focused thing. So we can make sure that somebody who's suffering from PTSD can get matched to a provider who is trained in dealing with that. So all of these are areas that you know are pretty exciting for us in 2021. Thank you for sharing that too. It's yeah. it's really it's really great to hear that you know February you guys are in a, in a not not necessarily a whole different space, but like you were able to adapt and adapt very quickly and. I think that also goes back to what you were talking about. Like you're really focused on this, uh, on, on helping the providers, on helping the patients. And at that time, right. And, and moving forward, that's what you had to do to adapt. And you did it. Um, I think some companies made the mistake. They didn't do that or they did it too late. Uh, it's mm -hmm. nice to hear that you guys were definitely ahead of, ahead of the curve and were ready to continue innovating. So thank you. Yeah. We, it's, I mean, it's, it was all that team and we had such a, huge effort, you know, things were, I mean, if you remember a year ago, you know, beginning of March, it was crazy around the country. I mean, just, you know, the, the pandemic was, COVID was really kind of starting to take hold and then it just ramped really, really quickly. And uh, the, our focus was absolutely exactly what you're saying. It was about, we have to A, make sure that our clients can continue receiving care, first and foremost. We can't, I mean, we had thousands and thousands of people who are receiving care on a monthly basis. We can't, just leave them in the dust. Um, B, we we have we have, you know at that point hundreds of you know close to thousands of therapists who rely on us as a primary means of their practice, and so you know there were both both sides of our marketplace needed 
us to do the right thing. And it took a, a monumental effort by the team, uh, but they succeeded in, in such a strong way. It was really tremendous work in March. Where can our audience learn more about, I guess, you and Sondermind? Well, so Sondermind.com, S-O-N-D-E-R-M-I-N-D, uh, is where you can find out about us. We are operating currently in six states, uh, Colorado, Texas, Ohio, Missouri, Virginia, and Arizona. Uh, and one of the exciting things is this year, we're going to be expanding to many new states uh, across the country. We also are in network with all major insurance plans, so you can finally use your insurance benefits and get high quality mental health care. So that's the easiest way to find us. All of our social media links are also on our website. And, uh, and then we're, you know, we're out there in the, uh, in the sphere of, of uh, you know, various mediums with regard to you know, TV and, and uh, web and things like that. Perfect. And, and in the podcast notes, I'll include links to your social channels, the website, so people can learn more from there as well. Great. I appreciate it. Well, you know, as you and I quickly discussed before the podcast, you know, the goal is to have you and other members of your team on throughout the course of the year to cover different yeah. areas that relate to Sondermind. So thank you so much for joining me on this intro podcast to share information about yourself and the company. And we look forward to hopefully having you on again soon. Thank you, Jerry. It was great. A lot of fun. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Hey everyone, I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Block Health. Block Health is building the ecosystem of services and solutions to power the future of healthcare. Through their platform, healthcare professionals and organizations can enter, upload, and share core credentialing documents and information. Professionals and organizations then have the opportunity to use that information to order multiple services and solutions like credentialing, state license registration, certifications, payer enrollment, renewals, and more. On average, the Block Health platform saves users 40 to 60% on credentialing and licensing related costs. Organizations can use Block Health as an extension of their team or as their whole licensing and credentialing team. Today, Block Health works with some of the top healthcare organizations. To learn more about Block Health, please visit www.blockhealth.com. That's B L O C H E A L T H.com and follow them on their social channels at Block Health. Thanks for listening. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, you can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.